Hello and welcome to episode 167 of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And tonight, it's once again time for that April crazy travel roundup. Thanks for listening. Hello, if you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And as I typically try to do while recording an episode, I'm drinking local. It's 7 a.m. in the morning, so the drinking local is an AeroPress cup of coffee because I am no Johnny Depp. But believe it or not, I have spent a fair amount of nights away from Chateau Relaxo over the past 30, 40 days. Looking to combine that and some of those experiences with a conversation with the CEO over our travel during the last six or seven months as well and then combine all that good information into some sort of an episode for the coming months. But on to the April crazy travel roundup, starting off with a recap of episode 166, Travel Randomness, where we discussed the roadmap of the federal mask mandate over the last 12 months. And I, the prognosticator of all things great, ended that segment with this I said, I'm not a betting man, but I'm willing to bet that the mask mandate will again be extended. And one of the main reasons is that there isn't a collective mask mandate across the world. It seems that each country offers up their own individualized plan. Talk about missing the mark. Less than 72 hours later, the federal mask mandate was lifted. That's right. In case you missed it or you missed the news or avoided TMZ altogether, this is one of the best headlines posted. Florida judge avoids U.S. mask mandate for planes. Thank you, Florida. A federal judge in Florida struck down a national mask mandate on airplanes as well as mass transit Monday, and airlines and airports swiftly began repealing their mask covering requirements. Now, second, the judge's decision now allows airlines, airports, and mass transit systems to make their own decisions about mask requirements. You heard that right, make their own decisions about mask requirements. What could possibly go wrong? Well, for me, if I owned an airline, an airport, or even a mass transit system, I would, in an odd way, welcome someone besides myself issuing the directive. And notice I didn't say the government issuing the directive, I said someone, and here's why. If a passenger throws a fit It's very easy to say, look, don't shoot me. I'm just the messenger. You have to wear a mask. If they vocally support the mandate of not having to wear a mask, it's easy to say, damn right, no masks for anybody. But responses to this change were mixed. My personal favorite was the one where the flight attendants walked up and down the aisles of the planes as they collected masks from passengers that no longer wanted to wear them. So I quickly began to compile a list of airlines that were no longer requiring masks. And I soon discovered that most airlines had lifted the requirement to wear masks altogether. And here's my take in case you're interested. Will I wear a mask on a plane? No, I honestly can't remember the last time besides being on a flight that I did wear a mask. I have a box of them in my car and I carry a handful of them in my laptop bag just in case, but I, when I walk into public Sunday for my weekly grocery shopping, I am not wearing a mask. Now, all that being said, if someone asked me to wear a mask for their own protection, I would. 
If a store, restaurant, or a meeting site required masks, I would. If I wore a mask during those interactions, it would consume at most, what, four or five hours of my day, roughly 20% of my overall day. I think I can handle that in order to put someone besides myself at ease. If you've listened to any of the past episodes, you will know that I am a fan of quotes. And one of my favorites is from Mike Tyson. And Mike has said, or once said, or probably oftentimes said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Now, there are some Mike Tyson purists that will argue that it's punched in the mouth and not punched in the face. I am not a Mike Tyson purist. And for me, the face is a much bigger target than the mouth. But early April, life imitated art, or at least imitated the quote. In case you have not heard, during April, Mike Tyson got into a fight. However, instead of the squared circle, it was on a JetBlue flight from San Francisco to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Thank you, Florida. So here are the cliff notes. JetBlue business class, Melvin Townsend III, which sounds like he probably belongs in business class. Melvin Townsend III was sitting behind Tyson and wouldn't stop talking with him. This is a classic example of no deed goes unpunished because Tyson agreed to take a selfie with Melvin Townsend III. But when Melvin Townsend III would not leave him alone, Tyson let him know that he'd had enough. And of course, Melvin Townsend III continued and at some point Tyson went full UCF on Melvin Townsend III's head. In itself, this is a great story. But there's more. There's always more. Allegedly, Melvin Townsend III was intoxicated. So another alleged example of why plain drinking never works out. In addition to that fact, Melvin Townsend III has been convicted of fraud, grand theft, burglary, possession of controlled substances, and trafficking in stolen property. Now, the tip-in to all this is that Melvin Townsend III has lawyered up with attorney Matt Morgan. That name may sound familiar. Matt Morgan is from the Morgan & Morgan law firm based out of Florida. Thank you, Florida. Matt added, our client is a big Mike Tyson fan. When Mike Tyson boarded the plane, he became overly excited. Melvin Townsend III, here is a life tip. Next time you meet someone that you are a big fan of, learn to keep it in your pants. And yet here's another megastar, which Tyson is, flying jet blue. Now, in addition to being a fan of quotes, I am also a fan of automation. If there's a manual process that can be automated and it makes sense, I'm completely on board. And as someone that spends countless hours driving, basically steering through a windshield, Autonomous cars do gather my interest. However, according to Boing Boing, automation might not be so great. Someone recently summoned their Tesla at an airport and it crashed into a $2 million jet. That's right, a $2 million jet. Here's what I know. No one knows how the Tesla got onto the tarmac, but apparently its summon feature mode was active. And the summon feature mode is just like it says, where the operator can hail their car from a nearby parking spot in which the car then drives itself to the location of the user. And if only we had the summon feature that would work on the two dogs here at Chateau Relaxo. Now, if you watch the video, a Tesla Model Y, roughly a sixty dollars to $70,000 vehicle, depending on which website you check, 
comes across the tarmac and drives under and hits the tail of a Cirrus Vision jet, a $1.7 to $2.1 million jet, depending on which website you check. And what makes this even better is that the Tesla tries to continue moving forward after smashing the tail section of the jet, which might suggest that the Tesla sensor's sensing bank isn't really designed to sense things taller than objects hovering above the ground, aka the tail section of a $1.7 to $2.1 million jet. And somehow I wonder if Elon tweeted about this. Live and let fly through this our way. Southwest Airlines passenger relieves himself in front of female seatmate, smugly defends it as kinky. On April 2nd, Antonio Sherrod McGarity, one of the three named people, was allegedly exposing himself and then proceeded to relieve himself four times on a Southwest Airlines flight from Seattle to Phoenix. His female seatmate sat petrified as he engaged in his act, according to the FBI report. If you choose not to read the FBI report, the word relieve translates into solitary sex, punching the clown, or self-gratification. If none of those terms make any sense to you, ask a local 11th grader and they will gladly offer the translation. Antonio Sherrod McGarity defended his actions as kinky. And while I often say that there is a kink for everyone, I have never said that you're entitled to share your kink with everyone, much less an unwilling seatmate on an airplane. Now, if Antonio Sherrod McGarity wasn't enough, an elderly Florida man was arrested after allegedly exposing himself and punching his own clown on a flight from Newark to Boston on Friday, April 8th. Apparently, the early part of the month was very busy. Donald Edward Robinson, another three-name person, age 76, allegedly flashed his genitals to a 21-year-old female passenger seated next to him. This followed by the victim alerting another passenger that she was seated next to Pervy McPervington. Robinson was charged with one count of lewd, indecent, and obscene acts. And here's a little life tip from one dude to the rest of the dudes. Women, thank God, are built differently. They have different chips, things that we find appealing and insert your own definition of appealing, aren't always appealing to the opposite sex, such as the previous two stories. Alex, I'll take things not to talk about in mixed company for 500. The question, what is religion? In case you didn't know, religion similar to politics is a minefield of fun, especially at family gathering. So here's a chip that I do have, and it's what I call the disturbing chip. And it's not that I'm disturbing, it has to do when someone else's behavior disturbs other. For example, the person behind someone in line that creates a scene at Publix when the person in front of them has 11 items in the 10 item or less line. It's the parent that loses their mind when their kid drops an easy pop-up during the first inning. And of course, on a plane, there are plenty of opportunities where one's behavior can easily disturb 100 plus people all at the same time. Mid-month, there was a smash mob Christian-themed musical performance on an easy jet flight. And seriously, the performers should have known better, but get this, they not only got the blessing of the captain, the captain even introduced them prior to their performance. 
And how much would you enjoy working in the EasyJet marketing department after this video went viral? Oh, wait, did I fail to mention? Yes, there is a video, several of them. And they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions, which this group had. Unfortunately, their intentions infringed on everyone else. And if you find people singing in unison a bit disturbing, just wait till they allow phone calls on flights. Yes, believe me, it is coming. I'm a big fan of Reddit, and since I rarely post on Reddit, I guess I am what they call a lurker. But I found this on the flight attendants subreddit. And here's the post title. Be patient, it's long. Saw this Delta pilot on a Frontier flight taking pictures of the flight attendant's legs and butt the whole flight. Have sent it to Delta, but don't want them to bury this and don't want an unsafe and uncomfortable environment for flight attendants. And this was posted from user, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this, C-E-L-L-I-N-H-A-L-U-V. And it seems like this person just might get paid by the word after the length of that title. But a month after this post, there's been no real update as to whether or not the amateur Ansel Adams in the Delta uniform has received any disciplinary action from Delta since he was in a Delta uniform. To start with, this behavior is not okay. It's disrespectful to this flight attendant. It's disrespectful to all women as well as the world. So thank you for the tip in, Norm McDonald. And I get kinks, we talk about them all the time, and there's a category for all of them on a website somewhere. And kinks are okay as long as your kink doesn't involve unwilling participants or the public. And besides, with all the allegedly free porn available, why would anyone feel the need to creep anyone besides themselves out with their particular kink? Well, now that I just said that, maybe that's yet another kink. Not sure if I should call this next story, here's another reason to never fly Spirit, or isn't that ironic, I'll let you, the listener, decide, but Spirit passengers were allegedly, we used the word allegedly a lot this episode, but Spirit passengers were allegedly notified of a flight change after the flight had already left. Okay, flight changes are nothing new, some flights get canceled, other flights have their departure times changed, and changed as in normally delayed, not changed as in, hey, your flight already left. In a video posted to TikTok with well over 3 million views, Spirit Airline passenger Kaylee Reed said that she hadn't been made aware of the departure change until the plane had already left. Kaylee said, we showed up for our 4 p.m. flight at 2.45. We go to check in and they tell us the plane's already left. Kaylee went back and forth with the Spirit Airline employee until finally the employee told her to check her phone. Kaylee added, so I checked my phone and at 3.02, they sent us an email saying that the flight time had been changed to 3 p.m. Kaylee posted a follow-up TikTok video saying in effect that Spirit Airlines ghosted her after her request for any additional compensation since she and her husband were forced to stay in Las Vegas two additional days before catching a Southwest flight back home. In addition to all that, Kaylee's husband missed two days of work due to this delay. So where do I come down on this one? Well, at first my BS detector began to go off and here's why. When have you ever heard of a plane leaving early? I mean, a lot of times you'll hear when you're boarding that they wanna to try to get out of there a few minutes early, but nobody's ever heard of a plane leaving an hour early. 
And how come Kaylee is the only person that's made any mention of this incident? I monitor a whole bunch of the travel blogosphere websites. This is the only time I have seen this mention of this or anybody have any flight leaving an hour early. And nothing against Kaylee, but her smooth TikTok presence reminds me of an influencer wannabe. And finally, this is the big one. It doesn't take two days for anyone to catch a flight home from Las Vegas, especially if they really want to get home. But then I remembered it is Spirit Airlines and almost anything is possible. So I'm probably 70% Kaylee, 30% Spirit. At some point, most of us have used some sort of an excuse to get it out of an unpleasant or a sticky situation. For example, the dog ate my homework I've already donated, or I'm late because my alarm didn't go off. But this one just might take the cake. Tampa TSA, Tampa, thank you, Florida. Tampa TSA officer made up a dramatic burglary story to cover up being late for work. Here's a little life tip. If you are late for work, do not walk into the office carrying a cup of Starbucks or Dunkin' coffee. But the Tampa TSA agent was arrested in late April after falsely reporting that she fought off a knife-wielding burglar outside her parents' home. The Polk County Sheriff's Office said her heroic story proved to be entirely fake and was concocted to help her avoid penalties for excessive tardiness at work. Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd said in this release, you can't make this stuff up. I don't understand why anyone would go to the extent of creating a fake police report to avoid a reprimand at work for tardiness. So part of the reason for this story beyond it being TSA involved is that I find Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd absolutely fascinating. And you can agree with him or you can disagree with him, but he is going to tell it the way it is. And some of my most favorite Grady Judd quotes, here we are back with quotes, but he once said, having a gun in your hand is much better than having the sheriff's office on the phone. A reporter once questioned why Polk Sheriff Swat shot a criminal 68 times. Sheriff Grady Judd responded, that's all the bullets we had. He also once said we shot back because he shot at us and we shot at him a lot. And this last one is probably one of my favorites in reference to a police impersonator. Grady said this fake cop wanted a uniform so much we gave him one, an orange uniform. So you can like Sheriff Grady Judd or don't like him. I really don't think he cares. However, he is one of the things that makes Florida, Florida. So thank you, Florida. Well, that's it for the April Crazy Travel Roundup. If you want detailed show notes, links, and pictures, head over to podpage.com slash travel hyphen stories. Leave me a message at Anchor or shoot me an email, travelfrick at gmail.com. As I always say, travel safe, stay safe, and thanks for listening.